0: This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hey fam, welcome to another episode of Making Shift Happen. I am happy you're joining me today, and today we're doing part 2 round 2 of flats versus clipless pedals because last week in last week's episode i talked about you know the whole debacle the whole the whole holy grail of questioning on equipment for biking and the famous topic was flat versus clipless pedals and i outlined the pros and cons of each of them but today I'm going to dive into the nuance between these pedals a little bit more, as well as introduce the go-between metal, the go-between pedal, (laughs) say that three times fast, and that's the mag pedals, aka magnetic pedals, as you can imagine. And, you know, the reason that I wanted to dive in a little bit more about this type of pedal, as well as just the pros and cons a little bit more because of the nuance, is because I try to keep these episodes short, succinct and to the point, and try to keep them at a length that's just easy for you to catch when you're walking the dog, or commuting to work, or whatever it is for you. You know, if, if I'm pushing a podcast that's close to an hour, I might lose you. I might lose you, unless it's, of course, a really interesting interview, which we have coming up. Um, all right, so there are a handful of companies that do make mag pedals, like Magped, of course. That's probably the most popular. There's also other brands like Hustle Bike Labs, and of course, others. Now, I will say that there are reviews that are mixed on magnetic pedals. And, you know, the reason for that is because they, like any type of pedal type, there's going to be pros and cons to to anything, right? Any type of equipment, really pedals or not pedals. But I will say the reviews that I've looked at and also have heard over the years from clients because they've been around since I think like 2019 and it's been mixed And i wanted to outline these for you because yeah technically magnetic pedals are a great go-between between between a flat and a clipless pedal because basically just so you know it's a magnetic pedal so the actual pedal itself is magnetic there are still pins on the pedal but then there's going to be a, a cleat that's metal that you're going to have attached to the bottom of your clipless shoes so you do have to have a pair of clipless shoes in order for it to work if you have flat pedal shoes it's just not going to work so you need clipless pedal shoes in order for these mag pedals to work so that's one investment that you might need which i'll talk about in a minute uh, when it comes to like cons but you're going to have to have a shoe so if you're trying to graduate from flat pedals into mag pedals guess what you're going to need to change your equipment around a little bit um but just so you understand, kind of why there it's it's kind of a go between is is because mag pedals are just easy for you to unclip out of the pedal, generally speaking, compared to clipless pedals where you have to angle your foot out and so on and so forth. Mag pedals can just be easier to disengage from the pedal, but that is also a negative here. So let me let me outline the top three things here that are that I've kind of seen over the years in reviews, and that way you can kind of judge for yourself. All right, so the first thing is that it's tough to find the right shoe that fits the metal magnetic cleat. You can use regular Clippers shoes, of course, but not all shoes allow for the pins on the mag pedals to touch and engage with your shoe while also still engaging on the magnetic pedal. All right. So you're holding onto the pedal literally by a thread with just the magnetic cleat as that's the only contact that you have. So there have been reports of just people slipping off the pedals and things like that, more so than on flat pedals, because the flat pedals that you're using, like the actual part of the pedal mag pedals that have pins in them just doesn't touch your shoe. All right. And then of course this, you know, can cause you to disengage with the pedals altogether, lose control. And not having a really good ride. All right, I have heard though, on the many reviews that I've read, is that Five Ten shoes, as a brand, the Adidas brand Five Ten, that might be the best shoe option for this type of pedal. But Crank Brothers, for example, they are not recommended. That I, from what I've seen, you know, as the as the recommended clipless shoe for these types of pedals. Okay, so you might have to take some exploring. And kind of explore what what shoes work best for these. And that's just going to be exhausting, all right? Second thing, you can pull up on the pedal, but it's easier to disengage from the pedal if you pull as hard as you usually would on a clipless pedal. Again, this is scary. You don't want to accidentally disengage with the pedal while you're riding, okay? So not really a benefit. Now, of course, having the right shoe can help with this, but I'm just throwing it out there that, hey, you might be in a bad place if you you know, are slipping off the pedal constantly, okay? You might not be enjoying life very much. All right, last but not least, the cost. The cost, I mean, these pedals alone are over $200 for a freaking pair compared to like $40 minimum for SPD clipless pedals or sometimes even cheaper or or slightly more for flat pedals depending on of course the material it's made out of brand all this other stuff I mean you can get PNW flat pedals for like $39 and they have amazing bearings and and great engagement and I, I don't know I mean cost $200 over these pedals and you can't even necessarily engage with them as very well I don't know. I'm just personally, I'm not sold on this again, do your own research, but you know, hopefully I'm kind of shedding a little bit of light on this. Um, plus on top of the $200 for the pedals, you need to go ahead and spend another $20 to buy the magnetic or excuse me, the metal cleats in order to attach to the mag, mag pedals. And then you might need to pay shipping on top of this because a lot of local bike stores, they won't, they, they don't sell these type of pedals. They don't sell mag pedals in their shops. So all of that, I mean, sometimes it's, it's going to add up to about $250 for a pair of pedals. And I'd say like that was a pretty common thing that I found in terms of feedback and reviews and things like that online. It's just the cost and investment that you need, especially if you do need to, on top of that, you know, search for the right shoe. <laughs> if, you're, if you don't already have 510s or a shoe that's really compatible. Now, I do... Wanna just say that security, you you feeling secure and comfortable in whatever pedal you choose, especially the mag pedals, that was the top concern that I saw. And it does take having the right shoe to help with this, so please know it's gonna take some exploration on your part, okay? So yeah, mag pedals, great. They are a go-between between flat pedals and clipless pedals. Choose your own weapon. This is really All about you. And and that's what I want to talk about the rest of the episode is, is I want to go back to my previous discussion last week about flats versus clipless pedals. You know, I want to make it very clear that you can do both. You can have both flats and clipless. I want to reiterate this from the previous episode because you can switch between pedals for different reasons and different seasons, such as, I don't know, tr- you know, your training rides, especially early in the spring versus your race rides or your races or main events. Or, I don't know, as the season progresses and you want to start with flats maybe for practice to get back into it, dust the cobwebs off and then finish with clipless you know, as, as you progress throughout the season. You can do both. It doesn't have to be an either or scenario when it comes to pedals, and this is where our black and white binary bullshit thinking has screwed us up because we think that we have to stick with one and you know it's always and forever and it's commitment like we're marrying to our marrying our pedals and that's just that's just not the case. You know, keep in mind, however, that if you do change pedals, you'll likely have to adjust your saddle. Maybe even possibly your handlebar a little bit, depending on your own bike fit and your own dimensions, because it can, it can give you just a little bit of a change, but we're talking like millimeters here. All right. We're not talking inches. Generally speaking, we're talking a very minor amount. All right. So have some risers in there, maybe adjust your saddle a little bit up or down, whatever works for you. But, but please know that that's not something that should discourage you from switching things up between your pedals. Just because you have to make little adjustments. Like, oh man, I've got to spend like 10, 15 minutes doing this. Please. You know, it's one of those things that, hey, if you want to have both petals and you want to have your cake and eat it too, great. There's going to have to be a little sacrifice here of time and effort in order to feel as comfortable as you can on both sets of petals. All right, so suck it up, buttercup. Love you, mean it. But I will also want to reiterate here. Like I I kind of breezed over in the last episode, I really want to strongly reiterate that it is best to choose the pedal that is right for your style of riding and your goals or event, whatever they are for you, because they're going to be different from person to person. All right. Clipless pedals will, will, W-I-L-L, generate more power, especially on climbs, it's been shown that they can generate around 10% more power during maximum output and during steep climbing and things like that compared to flat pedals. That's astonishing, all right? 10% more power, boom, just with a different piece of equipment. And, you know, if you add in waxing your your chain or using a, a faster uh, lube, uh, God, what is, that? what is that lube company from North Carolina? Chili something. I used to, yeah, I used to use them, especially when I lived in North Carolina. Oh my God, it's phenomenal lube. And yeah, it does. You know, you can get an extra 10 Watts out of just changing your lube. Now, of course, waxing your lube, that's a whole other topic for another episode, maybe. And that's going to take another level of commitment because you have to degrease everything and remove all the grease from it before you do the waxing. But still, man, 10 Watts, can't beat it. Um, now, you know, ultimately, I just want you to choose the right tool for your needs and stop saying that flat pedals win medals because clipless pedals also win medals. And that flat pedals win medals statement is such an archaic statement. I mean, seriously, maybe if you were looking at the pros from 10 plus years ago, especially in downhill, then yeah, yeah, they were on flat flat pedals, you know, but nowadays most pros in all disciplines are on clipless pedals. Not, not, no, of course, not all pros. Um, and keep in mind, I said most pros, not all pros, because I'll go ahead and say Sam Hill will probably be on flat pedals until the day he dies, you know, but he's an exception. But that does that mean that you need to be on clipless pedals too, just because the pros do? Absolutely not. I'm just saying that the flat pedals wins medals statement is old and it needs to be retired because, because more pros. They choose clipless, period. Like, please stop saying that. Of course, I say it like, you know, tongue in cheek, but yeah, just stop using that as an argument because when we keep reiterating this type of statement, words have power, and then you're just saying it to the next person who's maybe exploring flat pedals versus clipless, and then they think, oh, okay, uh, in order for me to be fast, I need to be on flat pedals. Mm Mm-mm, nope, stop it. You have greater control and feel more connected, and you stay connected, To your bike, as well as generate more power, speed, and pedal efficiency on clipless pedals. Period. All right. This is not my opinion. This is just a fact. Plus, the fact that the pedals and shoes can often weigh less than flat pedal equipment. No matter, no matter, I'm just gonna say this, no matter the biking discipline you're riding in, whether it's cross country, downhill, enduro, or gravel or road, seriously. Clipless pedals are going to just be a better, more well rounded tool. But flat pedals serve a purpose to learn how to move around on your bike without being locked in. And they help build confidence. And they can make extreme biking, especially downhill and things like that, more comfortable as you build that confidence. Now, again, this is your choice. And you need to choose what's best for you. But now, you know, now. You also have a third option with mag pedals to consider that if you wanna try them out, especially if you do already have some clipless shoes. Now, whatever pedal you choose, I'm gonna go ahead and finish this here, as today's gonna to be a short one. Whatever pedal you choose, practice on them. Seriously, I cannot emphasize this enough. Practice the hell out of it. Keep practicing. Even when you think you're awesome on these pedals, practice some more. As much as you can, Practice to get comfortable on whatever pedal you choose to use. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to make it very clear, hopefully. hopefully, Excellent riders aren't excellent because of the pedal they choose to use, all right? They're not excellent because of the tools they choose to use. They're excellent because they practice and they work on, you know, whatever skills or, or whatever weaknesses that they might have. This means that it, that's something that you should do as well. You know, wink, wink. <laughs> Seriously, I mean it. It is something you, I can't emphasize enough. Practice, practice as much as you can. Get a coach, get a mountain biking coach. That's local to you or find one online. Seriously, like look up Joanna Yates. Hell, Joanna Yates is doing a, a 30-day mountain biking challenge in April of 2023, just in case you're back listening to this. I highly recommend it. You know, she's and it's all online. And you know, you can't beat the the cost of it because it's even cheaper than a private one-on-one lesson. And it's all month. You have all month support and and guidance and I don't know. And again, I don't get paid to say anything like that. I just say it because I love Joanna. She's awesome. She's a great coach. She's a fucking rad human being. And I just love her to pieces and I would love to, you know, maybe direct you to her. Um but seriously, look at Joanna Joanna Yates' information for her 30 day mountain biking skills challenge i think it's called um but seriously practice you've got to practice all right you got it hopefully you can promise that to yourself is whatever equipment you choose you're going to practice the hell out of it and you're going to feel really confident on it okay now that's all i have for you today fam i am endlessly appreciative of you for listening to this episode and if you did find it helpful please do share it on social media and tag me at shift human performance so i can thank you and give you a high Five virtually. I hope you have a amazing, an amazing, beautiful day and I will catch you next week.